Sweet. Here we are again, back on the Salt Shaker FGC podcast. Um, it's been a bit of a while since I've done one, so we're finally back with a Smash player from Wellington. Um, yeah, I'll let him introduce himself. Take it away, bro. All righty. Hey, how you doing, everybody? My name is Alistair BL. What's, what's going on? Hopefully uh, every uh, everything's good with you guys and stuff. And uh, as, as the homie said uh, previously, I am a, um, a Smash Bros. player from Wellington like to dabble a little bit and you know some more fighting games as well you know what i'm saying but uh you know just nice to meet you guys overall i'm uh big into uh content creation and you know just wanting to interact with people just you know bring a a positive impact you know what i'm saying to myself and you know the people that are around me you know i'm just a guy who want who games but has a passion to game you know what i'm saying yeah definitely bro yeah i do recognize you a lot because you're one of those few people that does enter a lot of games like smash mm-hmm. is your bread and butter but i love how you do play a bit of tekken a bit of mm-hmm. you know a bit of yeah rivals of aether you know you you, you dabble you know in a lot of things um but mm-hmm. ha- how's, how's your day been bro or how's your week been so far uh it's been great man it's been it's been uh awesome i just uh like started working uh again like throughout the week and then getting myself used to you know uh well getting back into the work uh what's called workforce and stuff but then like afterwards like doing the gym so that's been an interesting little transition and then streaming right after nice so i guess so yeah how have you um just personally how have you dealt with um COVID and everything man has that affected you like a lot or like in terms of being on the grind with gaming and content creation and stuff? Uh, no, COVID itself hasn't uh, affected me like per se. I mean, granted, definitely gotten like the, uh, got like the full, the full backs and stuff like that. Like, yeah. you know, make, take care of myself and my family has like been taken care of as well. But as far as that's concerned, uh, not, not really, you know what I mean? Not, not much, Yeah. but you no, know, it, it can't stop the grind. <laughs> <laughs> definitely can't stop. So yeah, why don't you tell us about your FGC journey? Because I know you're not a local boy. You're you're from way mm-hmm. over the shore. You're from America. So yeah, tell us about your journey and how you found fighting games. Absolutely. So I started from um uh, and you know fun fact uh definitely like Smash Bros is my bread and butter. But I didn't come from Smash Bros like at all. I didn't play smash bros until i think it was smash 4 competitively which was 2016 like i played like super smash brothers melee like as a kid and stuff yeah but i actually came from ultimate marvel versus capcom 3 in 2011 oh, that's where i came from shit. originally and like it, it's to the point where you know that 10 years worth of experience you know 2011 2021 you're getting over 2022 I could pick up the sticks right now in that game yeah and we can do some damage <laughs> But um, after uh, that, uh, after Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3, and then, like, for my teams, I do uh, Spencer, Dante, Virgil, and uh, Wesker, Spencer, Dante. And then, like, I had a thing where, uh, like, I, you know, just I dabbled in, like, a little bit of all the other characters and stuff and could, like, find a couple things. It was awesome. Yeah. But um, from there, like, I just I fell in love with fighting games, man. And then I've gotten to, to from uh right now i have experience in like i'm not gonna I'm, I'm not kidding when i say this like 20 plus fighting games i i play a lot of them um i play what is it i'm trying to think of the ones that i, I play uh or have played in the past it's ultimate marvel versus capcom 3 
uh, Street Fighter Cross Tekken, Ultra Street Fighter Four, Street Fighter Five, Street Fighter Three, um, to to name a few. Uh, Tekken Seven, Tekken Tag Tournament Two. Uh, I think I said I don't think I said Street Fighter Cross Tekken, but that counts as well. Um, what is it? Blaze Blue, Chrono, Chrono Phantasma, Blaze Blue, uh, Cross Tag Battle. Yeah. Um, Dragon Ball Fighters so many i i love and then uh oh guilty gear strive as well and uh guilty a little bit of guilty gear excerpt so yeah okay. it's just how how would how do you how is it that you start off with ultimate like the marvel capcom series and then you segue into smash because it's a very different archetype of characters of mm-hmm. matchup knowledge did you find it quite hard to transition from like an anime ish comic book style game to smash yes actually um so to answer your first question like how i got into it it was uh so i served in the um in the marine corps from uh 2015 to 2019 and within that uh i went to japan in 2016 and i met up with like a group of my friends and they would always play smash bros and i was like i never really took it seriously slash like competitively until um like that point and uh from that point on i was like you know what i think i want to take this game seriously and definitely like the a whole nother ball game all out of all of the fighting games and stuff that i played previously before nothing uh taught me smash like at all nothing it was so different world of difference with learning how like different mechanics work recoveries and stuff and you know it was definitely like a head scratcher for the longest man until like things just finally started clicking yeah and were you so you were playing smash at the time when you were in america when did you come across to our shores um correct i played uh i we i came here uh to new zealand last uh last august and i played oh in, wow that's recent i thought you'd been with us for a while man I, I have not been here that long i promise you man. Dude. <laughs> i've uh definitely tried to step uh step into the step into the scene but step into the scene correctly and proper you know what i mean yeah i tried <laughs> no well you definitely made an impact i was asking some people um some bullet points about you and the three things that came up is one you're a gc two you've really helped level up the smash scene um i can definitely say for wellington a lot of people have said that and also you're the hype master and because you're america there's a lot of like i wouldn't say that we don't go for hype in new zealand it's just we're a bit more humble we don't we don't play the hype role too much but i've seen you play it i've seen you do it at crush counter capital against someone and that's how i remembered you that's why i was like yeah i know this guy (laughs) like how would you describe like the hype in terms of a like in terms of the american scene or what you experienced compared to what you see we do here um so a lot of it is like uh i'm trying to think so when i did uh oh actually i can explain a few things regarding that so um you you obviously know about evo right you know evo so i've been to two evos before i've been to evo 2018 and then evo japan 2019 so when I was in uh, Evo 2018, and that was like at the time where Smash 4 was going, and I went for Smash 4, Dragon Ball Fighters, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. I think it was Soul Calibur and Tekken 7. Yeah. So the um just the the environment was um just 
uh, nothing else that I've ever experienced because you would have people who were either playing a lot of friendlies and stuff during one thing, or there would be like uh, other people that are like playing within their sets. And then like you would have like, if you had one person play, whether they were like known or not, but you had like four of their homies like in the back, like, bro, you need to get this together. Yeah. You need to win this. Shut this down. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, um, I got a lot of that like inspiration and the hype and stuff from them. And I was like, you know, um, that's how like I, I feel too. I just want it, to, it's just fight, man. You got to, got to get people pumped up. Got to get the room. Like, yo, it, it could be something as, I don't know, uh, as uh, small as uh, some chest. Yeah. I, I mean, it, anything regarding for, uh, for chess up until like just any fighting game period you know and i just be like we gotta hype it up man it's got it's got to be something it's, it's tournament time people are getting sweaty you know people want to come for blood so that's the aspect yeah. of it i do love it i love that's how you can tell americans they let you know when they're in the house they try to bring the house down yeah. um <laughs> yeah and you're and you're quite known for that you let your appearance you let people know when you're in the room when you're playing them have you found any moments in the wellington scene that have surprised you in terms of that level of confidence and expressionism there have been a few times actually so and this is i take this as like um for for me personally i take the the hype and like popping off in both ways like as a form of respect like for example right let's say i go against somebody that's really good and i beat them i'm like let's go let's go that's like my show of respect like yo man you are either really good or you're really hard to beat and vice versa, you know what I'm saying? If I lose and then somebody like pops off like that, I'm like, you know what? I could respect that. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> but um, there were, I think one of them was uh, when I play, or usually it's like when myself and uh, ICK play for Smash Bros. Um, yeah. Uh, usually like he definitely uh, has like the numbers on me in terms of sets, but it definitely just goes like, it goes neck and neck every time, man. And for, for both of us, it's like, yo like it's the the hype just gets there one of us is gonna pop off or go crazy and even um uh, another uh competitor by the name of uh space glaceon whenever he um like would beat me and stuff in tournaments he'd be like yo, let's go i did it and i was like you know what hey i, I gotta respect that you know yeah no, and where mm -hmm. no 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 sorry sorry um yeah. yeah um and that's where it's just like you know um where you were explaining how the wellington scene can just be like more humble it's like that is absolutely true but like when those moments come up oh they come up and they come up big yeah and i like that i love it i i oh my goodness is i can't uh stop talking about it go ahead man how do you find the new resport esports center area um because i know now they've had it for a while and they've run a few rambats events and stuff like how do you find the the venue with the synergy especially with the smash scene because I know Auckland's got a strong smash scene, but you guys have a huge smash scene as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, for honestly, on both ends, whether it's the smash scene and the uh, traditional fighter scene, I think that this venue was like a, 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 a God-given gift that like we didn't know we were gonna get. Man, it's it's so awesome. Like the fact that you no, know, we're able to. Um, be able to come together and come to a venue like this that um is you know it's very spacious it feels like you're right at home you're able to uh interact with people and stuff like that and you know usually it's like uh you can feel at home with either other people you fight against uh, and stuff like that no matter where you're at but just 
uh, that venue in general, man. It just has a special place in my heart. And after uh, Crush Counter Capital, man, that was that was uh, spectacular. Oh my goodness, just a beautiful way to open up the venue and just show like this is like the next big thing for us where we're going to be at you know yeah i thought the venue was great the kitchen was great and i just absolutely yeah. love like your hype is so uniquely <laughs> identifiable i don't think it gets confused with anyone else it's like no that's alistair that's alistair popping off right here. <laughs> yeah and you know you, you say you're doing content creation as well um with smash and you like other streamers you're really experimenting with streaming various titles which is great have there been any titles um that you've yet to stream that you want to yeah, to stream that I want to. Um, I'm trying to think. There are a couple actually. Um, the first one that I think I want to do is like, actually, I, I'm I'm trying to think of what what's like coming to mind. So I'm a big fan of like the uh, cause um with variety games and stuff like that. Like I tend to bounce around with different things or like have like certain preferences. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake is one of those that, like, I I want to definitely get into the streaming, but I gotta finish up this uh this Kingdom Hearts series uh marathon with yeah. you know the little sword there. Go figure. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be touching on that a bit later. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and you're doing your own like Smash events, the LTS series or LST series. Absolutely, it's called uh, "Love to See It," um, the offline edition. We got it. Uh, we originated from um, for every Friday. We host uh, myself and my co-host uh, Chalk B. We um, host a uh, Friday tournament called "Love to See It Fridays," and so uh, it's a Wi-Fi tournament and stuff. Usually, people come quite often and uh, play every week. And then what we uh, what it grew into um for uh over here on the new zealand side is okay cool there's this uh day within by or like bi-weekly that i can do it during the week and and we'll call it love to see it offline edition and uh here we are yeah do you think you might do do you because you've done about 48 now right yep would you be able to fit another one before christmas or is that a bit too much to fit in absolutely fit one um for as far as like for uh the offline one i'm trying to think if it's because we did one this week if i could do actually i could potentially do the next one next week but as far as the off or i'm sorry the online one for sure uh we have a plan of we're gonna stop at 50 like 50 is going to be like and this, this is not done on purpose but it like number 50 ends like perfectly when we want it to and then that's just like it gives a break for everybody to go back to the holidays enjoy spending time with their family and stuff like that and then just right back into it once uh once all the holidays end yeah and how do you kick it during the holiday period do you take a break from smash um uh, do you do anything ritualistically different during that period um ritualistically so definitely just you know spending a lot of uh spending time with family making sure uh doing all of the proper like you know get into the the, the christmas spirit i am a very big fan of christmas and you know we gotta gotta do something nice for it um otherwise it's like um during that time i might just play uh, a couple of like games that i enjoy that i would like play off of stream sometimes it might be uh, a single like uh, RPG game or something like something along the lines of like Tales of Arise. Uh, other times, I like to get my uh, honestly school myself up, get myself back into 
uh, getting good with Guilty Gear Strive and uh, Tekken and Street Fighters. That's what I usually like to do as well. So yeah. How did you feel like you did at? Uh, did you compete in Southern Cross Up 2021, the online edition? Yes, I did actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How I how did. how did you go? How would you comment on your um your tournament results? Um, for the uh, I'm trying to think for uh the traditional fighter like side of things i think guilty gear and i think guilty gear like i did pretty decent on the uh, kind of like uh issue or whatever was because of all of the games like i was playing and then it was like also trying to um like balance something else at the same time so it was like a little bit more on the hectic side and stuff like that but for the things that i could do i definitely uh i think I, i did okay for um for guilty gear strive and then uh the one i was even i was surprised about that i had a breakthrough on was um uh rush down revolt and yes, uh, i yeah. got in place at that one i did very very well i was not expecting that <laughs> <laughs> like i uh i'm trying to think i got done with because i was over at uh respawn um the respawn uh, east esports center and i think i finished everything that needed to be in person at around like 5 30 and then i was waiting for like rush down revolt and stuff and then once i uh pretty much had like uh, an insane losers run and stuff and ran it all the way up to grand finals i think i didn't leave till like 9 30 like shit. yeah and gaming did occur that was a a, a breakthrough and a half (laughs) i see but overall you enjoyed the weekend it went okay i know with it being online i wasn't truly I felt a bit disconnected from it. Um, were you the same? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I really did want it because um, I know it was like scheduled to be uh, in person. I was all for the, you know, the in person and wanted to uh, go visit, uh, you know, the venue that it was going to be at. But you know, yeah, it is what it is. Um, yeah. yeah, I guess we could touch over Kingdom Hearts recently because it's going to lead into the reveal, which I know you've been very vocal about. Um, Kingdom Absolutely. Hearts. It's such a it's such a great franchise. It's Disney um disney loves it's it's so iconic it sells itself um but kingdom hearts i mean were you it, how how deep were you into kingdom hearts before um, yeah before Sora oh, got yeah. revealed i was um man i was heavily invested like i'll be honest it was one of those things that like kingdom hearts fans we have an unwritten rule of okay we're not going to in a room full of people right let's imagine like a, uh, a room full of like random people that have no idea what kingdom hearts is yeah that's fine we're not gonna go out and you know like spit knowledge about this uh either not unwillingly but like if nobody necessarily wanted to hear it we'll just stay within our little corner you know what i'm saying have yeah. a little knock but once somebody asks a question of like what is kingdom hearts or something along the nature boom just open a whole library of stuff that i can tell you yeah. and um how i got into it was like i think when i was in america and i think i was like what is it i think i was like six yeah i was like six years old and my, i remember my cousin was uh playing it because he got me into it and then he was like playing it and i saw like tarzan in there i was like wait what's this dude with this like weapon and yeah. why is tarzan in there what <laughs> he was like dude it's like it's, it's kingdom hearts man i'm like what is kingdom hearts and then he was like dude you should try it and like i tried playing it and from that man i i fell in love with it and then i uh convinced my mom to get it for me and then it was just a wrap ever since man i've been 
uh, literally a fan since six years old, and I'm over here. I'm I'm 25 now, so. <laughs> no, nah, I mean I'm the same. My sister would, she like my sister ain't into gaming, but she would beg me to play this game because she loved seeing the cutscenes. She loved really? seeing the scenes where Disney characters would mingle with Disney characters that that aren't supposed to mingle together. She she would <laughs> love seeing that stuff. So I mean, you probably had that same that same feeling as well, just seeing all these characters being able to interact in the same universe and then when you add sora and this world about heartless and keyblades yeah it's yeah. it's pretty uh, fascinating and it's like for the i knew about the disney part but i didn't learn about the final fantasy part of everything until later on like i remember like this, this is how you know i just did not know anything like what is it when uh sephiroth was in one of the games i thought as a little kid and i was like hey uh Sephiroth? what's that <laughs> how because you're playing because i think you're playing the recent you're, you're playing the remastered kingdom hearts now i think i got as far as like the the snake boss with like the six arms in the desert or the phantom at neverland that's as far as i've gotten are you at that point yet actually yes so i'm towards like um because like i beat it before like on stream but i'm just redoing it to uh to do like the whole marathon series to where like yeah. i'm doing every single game but i'm doing it at like the hardest difficulty like level one no experience and insert whether it's called critical mode being the hardest mode proud mode whatever it's called and then uh going from there i've never done that before until like now but yeah i'm like at the i'm like i think uh like an area a literal area just before the final boss so yeah sure how far did you get before you actually had your first like death if you're playing on the hard mode i think it was i think i had to i got to like so i got past like the very first boss quote unquote i got up until like the second boss like just towards like that world because i think essentially what usually happens is uh whenever you do like a boss battle you expect it to be like maybe you i'd say like 10 retries minimum minimum uh yeah and the first boss i beat in one try and the second boss i beat within like three or four so and then this was like throughout the entire stream i think uh, cause the very first game has what, like 12 worlds and one three and a half hour stream. I got through four, I got through four worlds and was on the fifth. So like beating a third of the game in like three and a half hours. And I didn't even realize how much progress I was making. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, um, yeah, I, I enjoyed my time too. Obviously I think I'm, I'm a perfectionist. I tried to complete everything before fighting the final boss, but I think I just, I, I think I abandoned it and I just couldn't do it no that's fair that's fair that's fair uh yeah do you think the trilogy because kingdom hearts one was a great success and i think number two yeah. rivaled it now what about number three because that was i think a lot of us were excited number three was coming around and yeah. the expectation of them dropping it but i don't think I, I thought it was a really good game did you did you have any issues or any problems with the third one or did you just did you fall in love with it straight away I fell in love with it uh, straight away just because of me being like a Kingdom Hearts fan and stuff like that. However, what I ha and then like at the time, like I think it was, uh, yeah, it was definitely just like a really like good and relaxing game and just knowing like, hey, this is actual new Kingdom Hearts stuff that I 
it was i think a year later when they released the uh the dlc for it called like kingdom hearts 3 remind and because i felt like it was lackluster at first but this dlc that came out cleaned up the whole game for me yeah. then where i was like i have oh my goodness it's so good be and then like including the super bosses and stuff like that they cleaned up the uh they cleaned up the combat they cleaned up the um the way that or like they have the special keyblades in there like the way that things work it was just uh awesome and the fact that like they even put the what is it they made the hardest difficulty even harder like to where like if you go against a boss or you're in battle or stuff you can't heal you can't use special abilities like what <laughs> yeah they know what to do to test you um i just felt I, I did find it fascinating because a lot of time had passed between the second and the third and you had all these new disney franchises that could finally be included like toy yeah. story tron Moat. like it was just it was so cool to actually see the real <laughs> not well not the recent but the variety of the disney characters the universe just building on top of each other yeah mm -hmm. yeah do you have a favorite disney world or favorite disney aesthetic in kingdom hearts yes um i think and i'm trying to remember i can break it down like per game because it's like it's kind of hard to say like just one in general i think for kingdom hearts one like that exclusive i think disney worldwide tarzan was good yeah yeah <laughs> um kingdom hearts 2 oh oh that's a hard one which one was which one? um it's like so many good worlds that were like oh my goodness that were so good i think it had to be was it beast castle yeah uh, yeah beast castle uh, for the second one yeah i'll give it i'll give it to beast castle mm -hmm. and then the third uh or for kingdom hearts 3 was uh pirates of the caribbean hands down oh my goodness really that pirates of the caribbean yes that world was perfect i'm talking before the dlc even came out they did so good on that world so good, man like it felt like i was an actual like uh, a pirate going through stuff like going through different shit battles and stuff like they made the world very big and dev like you can go swimming and stuff like that man it was oh that was a beautiful beautiful world <laughs> nice mm -hmm. okay so i guess we'll tie it in now back to sora who we've mentioned already now smash has had a great life all these characters and then sora being the final you know supposedly the final character for the smash roster um we yeah who were some of the top picks that people thought were, were going to be the cut i think it was okay common picks were crash bandicoot uh master chief from halo Dante from Devil May from the Devil May Cry series. Hey, shout out to John to Dante. Oh man, Dante's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think it was oh Waluigi um, from the Mario series was a popular pick. Was there a fifth one? I think those were the main. Those were the main ones. Yeah, those are the main four. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we saw a bit of it in the intro, but you know, they you know Sakurai does the reveal plays this trailer um mm -hmm. was anyone did anyone call sora out before like during this point did anyone call out sora beforehand um there was one person that 
that did it um like one of the people who like usually comes into my streams pretty often uh he called it or said uh, like hey man i think it actually will be sora and what i was trying to do at that point because like there was this big thing about a leak happening before where it was like uh in i think july they stated like hey or this person stated like on i think it was 4chan or something like that he was like hey uh disney or i'm sorry nintendo just uh called disney to request like kingdom Heart or music from kingdom hearts uh sora will be the last revealed character and it'll be on this date for october 5th so usually uh, a lot of times whenever you get like uh leaks and stuff like that with smash bros you take it with a grain of salt you think hey it may not be true because when kazuya came out uh we all thought dante was going to come out and that wasn't really the case so uh i was definitely thinking like you know i, I want it to be sora but maybe it won't be and like even when i said it in the reaction video i was like man watch it be like you know giga bowser another form of bowser or something and you know it's like once uh, once i saw that once i saw that mickey mouse symbol man history yeah <laughs> Nah, it's it, it almost felt like spawn when he got released for mk11 like this is a character that like people like he 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 like you expect that character to make the roster and with yeah, Sora, yeah, I, I know that was like that was it for you and for a lot of people. Yeah, and I I could definitely see that even for like MK11. I saw Spawn. I'm like, absolutely. I mean, I'm more of like, why didn't they put him in before? Mm. <laughs> and do you like the way that he his battle mechanics, the way that he is, like you know his stance and attacks, stay true to the Kingdom Hearts battle style? yes actually um he plays like I'm, i don't even play smash bros anymore i, I just play kingdom hearts but like <laughs> in this game <laughs> it's um just uh the the mechanics the way that he like uh is kind of floaty and stuff like that is like how he actually like how he works in the actual games because he's not like the fastest falling character because but like most of the time uh even like i had to sit down and think about it i was like Oh, no wonder why I don't pay attention to whether he was floaty or not. It's because I'm so busy looking at the boss trying to get this opening. Like, oh, oh, there we go. We got the punishment. Let's go. <laughs> when you play as Sora, do you notice any differences when you would use him compared to when you played with Joker? Matchup wise, strength wise, where where are you rating him? Uh, in terms of a tier wise, I personally think that Sora is a a high tier character because there's top tier high tier uh mid tier and then like low tier and stuff like that right so i put him at uh high tier but i also have like uh because there's a high tiers and smash bros work differently because there are the normal that like okay they're solidified high tiers they're gonna stay in there no doubt whatever you do change and stuff but there's like a, a few exceptions to the rule which i call gatekeepers which are essentially characters that they have they do well against top tier characters but they have a few like crucial weaknesses or a weakness that stops them from being top tier Sora is one of them um because uh a lot of times he the floatiness uh makes him stay in the air longer and people who are either um and he's not exactly like the fastest with dashing and stuff so either people who are really defensive or who are really aggressive uh overpower him pretty well so it's like kind of learning how to play around that he likes a balance between characters who can be defensive or can be aggressive but like kind of mix between both but if it's like uh the complete opposite of one or the other that's where he has troubles um compared to joker joker is um 
like okay uh definitely like in the the top tier category uh one of like one of or if not the best character in the game and he deals with uh characters a lot um a lot differently because he is very fast he is a fast faller uh, he is quick he had he gets like grabs very quickly um he has the comeback mechanic of arsene which like beefs up his damage and stuff like that but even then it's like he is very tricky hard to catch and he he really can shut people down uh in a lot of different places and there aren't many characters that can contest him that well but um surprisingly uh sora is one of those characters that um he it, he actually can contest with him he can do pretty well against joker which is surprising like the fact that you as a character can contend against one of the best characters in the game it's like okay you kind of nice. you can hold your own <laughs> yeah so right now who sees your sora as a huge threat is there anyone in the wellington scene or anyone in the nz um honestly i will say that uh and again this might come off as bloating but this is just me proving it um i would say everyone everyone knows that hey this man had this just because i'm the only person using sword does not mean like oh well he's he's okay with him no no yeah, you gotta watch <laughs> out you gotta watch out yeah. yeah and like just, uh we just had our last like love to see it um local uh yesterday and when i uh, i played there and i got first place without dropping a set and got in winners uh did did very well and it's just like i've been putting the time and the effort into him and uh he is i'm absolutely seeing the fruits of my labor i'm yeah. seeing it that's good to hear man like mm -hmm. i it's it's interesting how like there's been these other like platformers that have shown up there's like yeah. the nickelodeon one and then they just announced multiverses do you think it's really yeah. hard for other like it's good that there's more platforms coming up but do you think it's quite hard for a platformer to come out and compete against a game like smash if they have other characters from different licensed properties and stuff? That's a good question, actually. For Nickelodeon All-Stars, yes, I agree. But it's more of, like, I guess how the game was. It was, like, a big story behind, like, how long they had with the development and stuff like that. So that kind of, like, ties into it. But in general, like, they still have, like, really good, like, selection of the characters and stuff. Like, yo, Danny Phantom? Uh, mm. Avatar The Last Airbender? What? Uh, for multiverses i think multiverses in itself has like a really unique uh stance slash um like ability to be able to i guess like perform not necessarily against smash but kind of with it because one of the big things is that uh it's not for the nintendo switch it's for the play it's for the playstations the xboxes and uh for pc and then all being crossplay and yeah. free to play and having all of these different characters and stuff like that and even through like the uh the trailer they were advertising it the more of the the 2v2 side of things but i think it was just kind of them being a little humble just a little humble about the 1v1s you know yeah. um but definitely it's like uh it has a it's in its own complete different field because warner brothers studios they got more than enough resources to do what they need to they've been working on it for two years they got all these different characters so i think that one's going to be very very interesting yeah. how it turned out i was reading something where someone was saying in terms of uh, offline competition we shouldn't mm -hmm. be using console we shouldn't be we should be using pc but then in terms of platformers i was reading something where someone suggested platformers should be free to play standard what's your stance on that um 
it depends on certain games because certain games like uh, Rivals of Ether and Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl, those are, if you, like, the argument of them being played on PC, yeah, that's that's so valid. Like, because of the, I think it's the latency, uh, the like, the low latency and stuff like that, like how computer monitors have. And then overall, they just run a lot better on said, like, systems. But for everything else, though, in general, I, I do believe, hey, um, whichever system that you have it that you're able to like play on both play it on both because they all can do pretty well and it's still like the offline environment and um, you know like people uh, can still do and perform really well regarding those or I'm sorry with like these games regardless of that however if it's like you can have a, I want to play this system instead of we only have this system yeah that people either go to for those mm-hmm. i see yeah because when i was thinking when i was looking at those games nickelodeon would have a great roster warner brothers yeah. i'm not so sure but then i guess mm-hmm. i'm associating it more with dc you know like batman yeah. and superman and stuff yeah. are, are you quite are you are you keen for multiverses or like absolutely yeah yeah absolutely um the main one that like well actually no there are a few that drew me for sure but one of the big ones that i saw that surprised me slash like works for me is harley quinn i love harley quinn from the batman series man love harley quinn um uh the other ones that really surprised me that i didn't know about um like belong to warner brothers was Arya stark from game of thrones yeah i, I had to look up, bro i was like who is Arya stark and they're like character from game of thrones what huh i, I was thinking the same thing i was like wait Warner yeah. Brothers, Game of Thrones. Wait, it's it's HBO. <laughs> it's Neon. Yeah, what the and hell? And that's the thing, too, because they said that uh, HBO is owned by Warner Brothers. I didn't even know that until, like, I looked it up. I'm like, what the hell? What? Yeah. <laughs> and then the other ones that they had, like, the Bugs Bunny um, Adve- Adventure Time uh, with, like, Jake and Finn. I didn't know yeah. they were owned by Warner Brothers. Yeah, me I'm too. Like, that that'll be a good like, selling point, Adventure Time. Yes, like, because people um have, and myself included, like, Adventure Time has always had, like, a, a positive um response slash, like, uh, been received well by, like, people who have um watched it and stuff like that. And then, honestly, I feel like this game is a flex of Warner Brothers being like, bro, we had these characters. We, we own them. You ain't even know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it the game looks really interesting. I love their range of characters, although... To be fair, I think of Space Jam 2, where it's just the movie X as a commercial for all their properties. I just don't want this game to be that, you know? Like, it's just advertising all their all their icons, all their properties. I actually want it to be a decent game. Yeah, I feel that too. And it's like, um, I think for... I, I really do think in this case, like, I haven't seen too many uh i guess situations or anything where warner brothers like failed to deliver uh i'm bringing this up to like because the most i think like the most recent slash like the thing that i've played that or uh been a big fan of for warner brothers studios is the um the batman like arkham series like arkham asylum arkham city and all that stuff like that like those games were like a godsend and it's like they did that on their own and i think that warner brothers themselves has like uh, uh, a competent enough team, more than competent. I'm sorry. Uh, like just outstanding team enough to for like developers and funding and stuff like that to be like, yo, bro, we see where either one other game has their shortcomings or we see what makes a platformer good. 
let's make it either better or make or live up to that expectation that people are having yeah for me i would love for companies like warner brothers and marvel i mean maybe marvel's doing it a lot more than warner brothers is promoting and growing some of their ip that maybe has been forgotten like in that previous slide animaniacs pinky in the brain i would love to uh, they would actually fit in a game like multiverses that's hold on and you know what's funny because they said that there are more characters being revealed see now that you pointed that out i'm not surprised that they put them in there yeah i'm not surprised i I would yeah like you know because i mean animaniacs i think everyone knows animaniacs but it it does get i would assume it gets put on the back burner when people you know people think of looney tunes probably more than animaniacs but um yeah Yeah, be like (laughs) hidden potential you know yeah yeah Mm -hmm. i (sighs) think it's just and i'm like interested to see what other characters does Warner, Warner Brothers, Brothers actually have? Yeah, what, who they ha- who do they have? What yeah. is your roster looking like? <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they uh what they announce in the future. But is there a character that you would like to see them throw in there? Like, it doesn't have to be Warner Brothers. It could just be your personal pick. Um, personal yeah. Pick, huh? Okay. Personal pick. Um, actually, you know what? I would like Joker. I'd love Joker from the Batman series. I love Joker. Yeah. Dude, that character is like awesome. Cause I played um Mortal Kombat uh eleven a bit and um I was playing with uh Joker at that time too, because it was like uh a buddy explained to me to me uh while I was like trying to learn the game, he was like, Who do you think that you would like actually like to play? I was like, Bro, it's Joker from Batman. I can't not play Joker. Cannot. What? Um, and then he was like, yeah, essentially he's, he's a top tier character, but you have to know why. And I'm like, okay, what does that mean? And I see like all the different complexity or like the complex things. And then like the, you know, the, uh, different intricacies he has about him. I'm like, okay, <laughs> it's definitely on the more complex side. And I see how crazy the man is. So I definitely say it's Joker and oh my goodness, it, it's, it's one that's like on the tip of my tongue and I'm probably going to pop off if I remember. <laughs> Let's see. What character was it? It's literally on the tip of my tongue, man, actually. That's all right. Take your time. Actually? You know what? Any, like, or I would say from the uh, Teen Titans series, Raven or Starfire would... Well, Raven, Starfire, or Blackfire would be... Well, no, Blackfire. Fire. (laughs) Nice, yeah. Would be fire. Starfire would be fire yeah absolutely so i would like even if they were to just randomly include them as like either a guest character or something like that but i also think warner brothers they could they could get team time they could, if they they could. <laughs> <laughs> so i would i would love that actually nice good shit all right i'm gonna take you to your final round segment just some questions to wrap it up okay all okay right. so your first one is what's been the most intense smash moment you've seen intense smash moment i've seen doesn't have to be negative intense it could just be like intense as in suspenseful um i will say i'm trying to think was it from mostly no it was here um compared to all the stuff that like i've seen in america it was here in uh wellington actually it was uh versus uh it was space glaceon versus ick where uh glaceon got his first win against ick when he was playing um, the room was silent. Uh, no one said anything. There was like you could hear uh, a, a pen drop, yeah. like about a, a kilometer away. That's how silent the room was. And then once like he got that win, like everybody, 
I'm talking, everybody went up in flames. And it's like seeing something like that is just like like a godsend. Like, oh my goodness, I just love the hype, man. I'm all for it. <laughs> Sweet, dude. All right, next one. What's your favorite board game? Board game, huh? Actually, chess. I love chess. Um, I got a, uh, or I learned it when I was like nine. I went into, uh, when I was in America, uh, there was this, um, like a dairy restaurant. It was called Oberwise. And essentially it's like where you go like, to, get, to get milkshakes and stuff. And there was this uh, older guy who would usually be there to teach people chess, essentially. And then he was like, uh, or I looked over, like I, I got interested in it. And I was like, he was like, hey, do you want to learn chess? And I was like, yeah. And then from that point on, I just really like fell in love with the actual board game. It's awesome. Man. Love it. Nice. All right. Name two characters you hoped would make the Smash Ultimate roster. Oh, Tom. Dante from Devil May Cry. That's that's definitely one. Ooh, what's in the... Shadow the Hedgehog. Yep. Shadow. That's... Yep, there we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And what's your favorite Netflix movie or series currently? Netflix. Okay, let's see. Um, for that one, I actually I gotta I gotta give it to my favorite, um, Samurai Shampoo. That's like the TV series that like uh, I watched from like from childhood up until now. Still like a really good uh, twenty four episode series or twenty six. Can't remember. Um, very good. It's like it gives a nice little chill hip hop like vibe aspect to it. It's uh, it's humorous. It's got like I mean, it's got a lot of like fighting and stuff regarding it. Man, it's awesome. <laughs> Love it. And finally, Alistair Biel, who is your wife? Who is my wife? My wife is well. I mean, well, I- I'll correct it. Uh, well, actually, yes, yeah, she's my fiance. Her name is uh, Courtney Colson. So she is a, a content creator as well. Um, she does like a lot of, well, she streams herself actually. Um, nice. She does uh, for YouTube. She's like a famous YouTuber, got like over 100,000 subscribers on there. She does reaction videos um, to like a lot of different things. It could be things like tailored towards like America and stuff like that, which is pretty cool. And in terms of streaming, um, she can do things like uh, more like interactive games, like either Roblox or I think another one called GeoGuessr. And she'll like play uh, Resident Evil Seven sometimes as well. Awesome! Hey, Alistair, Alistair, yes, thank you so much. I've, I've, I, I always enjoy getting Smash players, you know, bringing them into the fold, and it's good um, to have people like yourself on the platform. Do you have any last words or shout-outs? Where can people find you? What will you be doing? Thank you. Um, in terms of like last words and stuff, well, I would just say. Well, one, obviously, thank you so much again for having me here, bro. Yo, that, that uh, means... It's a pleasure. <laughs> um, honestly, shout-outs to uh, everyone who has really helped me get to the, the, the position that I am currently in right now. Uh, my, my homies back in Florida who taught me, like, how to play Smash Bros and stuff like that. Um, all of the... Uh, I got to shout-out Ultimate Mall versus Capcom 3 because it got me into fighting games in the first place. Absolutely um and you know just overall i just ah, shout outs to everyone who has uh who has supported me and who will you know what i'm saying see more uh more things from me within the future uh in terms of uh seeing where i'm at i have a uh i have a twitch and i have a youtube as well they are both just uh alistair bl like you can just spell it how my name is and then 
literally if you look it up on youtube and on uh twitch it's very consistent also on my twitter as well like i keep the whole like name uh, name brand consistent um and you know what what will i be doing so definitely i will be continuing to do the kingdom heart series marathon um as uh as i'm doing now and then just uh getting the grind on with platformers getting getting back into getting getting to the swing of things with the guilty gear strive and uh definitely the tech and the street fighter you know just gotta gotta push harder gotta keep going the grind continues the grind continues <laughs>